Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Fiona, we got this email a couple of days ago um, from a very distressed listener. And we've reached out to a friend of the show to see what advice can be offered. But let's let's get the email first. Yeah, this um, lady contacted the show, PJ, and she said that she was diagnosed with anorexia nervosa in 2019. And she was guided to the services of the Cork Eating Disorder Centre. However, they deemed her body mass index as too low to avail of any of their multidisciplinary services, which left her then in a very vulnerable position of being too ill to avail of outpatient services. Yet the GP offered no alternative options as there are not any in the entire county of Cork, she says. Uh, As you can imagine, my illness spiralled out of control due to the lack of non-existent services necessary and I inevitably collapsed and ended up in A&E. Standing at 5 foot 4 inches, I weighed a mere 4 stone 10 pounds. Doctors couldn't believe my physical state and I almost died on several occasions due to cardiovascular issues and deathly low glucose and blood pressure levels. Had the necessary services been available to me, I am confident that I would never have ended up in hospital where I spent 12 gruelling weeks. Due to the length of my admission, I was forced to withdraw from my studies at UCC and I'm now repeating my final year. I want listeners of Cork to understand that all of this is completely preventable if given the necessary services. How many more people is this happening to? How many people has our Minister for Mental Health, Mary Butler, left in the dark and suffering in silence? I can say with certainty that it is a lot more prevalent than listeners may imagine. On the medical ward I was admitted to, the nurses told me they have, on average, six patients in a similar near-death state as me every year on their ward alone. Access to specialised eating disorder treatment is only available in Dublin and costs in excess of €5,000 per week with a minimum stay of 12 weeks. Nothing for medical card patients. The National Clinical Programme for Eating Disorders has promised an eating disorder hub with a specialised outpatient treatment team for the Cork region. However, we are still waiting to hear anything and not a penny has been spent despite funding being approved. Wow. I know. It's it's um very distressing and she is going back to her studies and she's hoping that um you know that she will be able and that she won't have a relapse. But um it's it's very hard to hear that, PJ, and that this is the situation that so many people are finding themselves in. Yeah. We reached out to someone who's been on the show before from the Marino Therapy Centre, Jacqueline Campion. Jacqueline morning. Morning, PJ. Thanks so much, and Fiona, for having me on this morning. Uh, that's a distressing email, but I'm sure not something you haven't heard before. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, I send out and we send out compassion towards that young lady. And, you know, as Fiona said, there at least there's some sort of light at the end of the tunnel being able to return to studies. Unfortunately, this is it's you know, we're here in this daily um, and it's nothing new and it's nothing new in the last two decades unfortunately and um, we see this time and time again you know we're, we're so encouraged to speak out and address our mental health and then when we do it's almost we're left in the dark and where do we go to now to say that there there is there's it might sound very strange to say but from my experience I've never seen so many resources and, and services available but it's actually like the having a system in place where we can actually effectively and efficiently guide people and families in need towards those resources. And as Fiona said, I mean, distressing is absolutely an understatement. You know, people are feeling lost um, from the get-go. And then just, as I said, that guidance and that system in place is is missing. Um, and that's just an ongoing issue, as I said, for decades now. Um, mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be that way. No one ever has to find themselves like, recovery from an eating stress is possible and the questions that we are time and time again asking is that what's not happening here how are we getting to a position where people find themselves needing to be hospitalized because it's recovery it can be so practical and so simply applied when you have the understanding of the condition of eating distress so this is where my fear and our fear often lies is that this is a multifaceted issue and throwing money at the problem and, and talking, you often hear it's a, it's almost like a political issue now where politics, you know, TDs throw you know, more funding, but actually it's about where even the current funding is going and um, yeah. how we're using that and, and how we can effectively support the people who need it most. Like you, you had just outline again why you and your colleagues there at the therapy centre, the marina there, you use the term eating distress rather than eating disorder. Now, our correspondent was diagnosed with anorexia, which we would have called an eating disorder. That's part of your whole thing. You don't call it that. Yeah, absolutely, PJ. And thank you for kind of shining light on that. That we, like... Over 30 years in Marino Therapy Centre, we haven't worked, once worked with somebody who is disordered. You know, there is a distress that is eating the person. And when you're experiencing the behaviours that are connected to um, an eating disorder, as it's described in the DSM-5 and the, um, the manuals, it's, it's actually the understanding that this is a condition of the mind. There is a virus within the mind. There is a culmination. There is a regime. There is a bully within your mind that has colonized and the rest of the person that they actually then feel that they are being controlled by a dictator. So what's really important is that like we often get very blindsided by weight, BMI and food. And this is really just the tip of the iceberg. And this kind of comes down to even the funding that we currently have, the services that we currently have and how we can be more effectively approaching this. It is, it's, you know, just to kind of look at the food and the the eating part of that eating disorder is really like that inverted commas, fixing the food. It's like putting a bandaid on a pothole. And, and it's so unfortunate that not only when then after a 12-week program, where are we then sending people afterwards for follow-up? Because this takes some time, you know. So 
as I said, you know, what's happening in terms of we need to be educating ourselves, we're educating families, we're having the resources readily available for when someone is contacting a GP or a dietitian or a nutritionist or wherever their first point of call is. You know, we work very closely with schools, colleges, that we can actually guide them to the resources there because there is so many and it is about even educating ourselves what is recovery? It never has to get to a place where people are being hospitalized for mm. such as the, the, the lady who wrote in. This can be so preventable, but we really need to zoom out and kind of ask her. This is a reflection of our society as a whole as well. And we all have a responsibility as a society. You know, we, we're, we're talking about this funding all the time, but I'm looking at even like some of our largest charities and are getting half a million of funding each year. Let's look at maybe even where that's going and not to minimize the issue. I'm incredibly passionate about this and I do not want to minimize the issue and the situation that we're looking at. But there's also there's two things of looking at it. Where is the money going that we have at the moment and what's happening there? And then also the second part, our focus on the people in need. What can we do about it at this time? What is available to me? There? And, and that's as Marina, we've put a lot into actually having a, a low cost to no cost um resources readily available for people to access 24 seven because you can do so much. I often say to the people that work with, it's in between the sessions. That's more important. You don't have to, you know, the big numbers that is even read there, 5,000 a week. You, you don't have to approach it that way. But yeah. as I said, it's that first step where we kind of guiding people to direct them to these readily available resources where we can learn, you know, um, about how to support ourselves and our loved one and that's where I suppose to save some of the frustration to be continuing the, as I said this conversation we've been having with politicians and governments for decades so now we're shifting it and we would encourage people even in their own personal situation it's like okay well what can I do about it in the meantime because we're leaving people in the dark there and they don't need to be Hold up what was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. The stark part of that email, standing at five foot four, weighing four stone ten, and believes strongly that had the necessary services been available, the confidence should never have ended up in hospital. Do you agree with that? That no one mm. ever has to get to that point if the right interventions are there, Jacqueline? Oh, 100%. And I suppose I'm conscious of maybe even other listeners listening in that the, the nature of the condition and the nature of the eating distress could often look at that and say, well, Janie, I've not maybe gotten to that weight or size or BMI and I'm not that bad. So it's actually even across the board that 
you know, people of all different shapes and sizes are finding themselves in very dangerous situations. And, you know, you mentioned the cardiovascular issues. It never has to get to that point. It is about actually learning, bring, first of all, bringing the awareness. So if we actually even have this, you know, kind of more awareness of like noticing the eating, the stress, noticing certain behaviours, but looking at the thinking, the behaviours is the tip of the iceberg. So the more you have awareness and understanding and kind of saying, okay, I think there might be something up here. I'm noticing a lot of fears. I'm noticing a lot of distress within myself, but there's nothing to be ashamed of or worried about that because there's always a solution. And I think there's a huge deficiency, not just in sometimes resources, but actually hope that actually when you are noticing if what i what we feel is that if we had more of the awareness and understanding of what an eating distress is that this is a condition of the mind this is almost like a not good enough syndrome you know that there's a not good enough syndrome there and that there's always hope and there's always a solution so the more we're putting that message out there that if you are noticing that maybe you've heard something or you've read something or you've listened to maybe a podcast or there's a speaker in college or school that's come in or the workplace and you feel like you're maybe relating that's absolutely okay there's nothing to be afraid of there and then you're educating the person on how this dictator you know i would refer to the the, the eating distress dictator, like a condition yeah. it's like the dictator within the mind so when you bring awareness to that and you take away the fear and you equip yourself with the tools of how to effectively challenge the dictator starve it of its power reclaiming your own power it's coming to the question of even who am i because when you have a strong sense of self of who are you and valuing yourself and respecting yourself and recognizing that you do deserve a place in this world that even if you might feel like it at this time we all have something to offer mm-hmm. it never has to get to a place where your destructive behaviors are putting you into a place of a near-death situation and that's where we need to take a look at ourselves in government as a society this is a a condition that comes as a symptom of disconnection when we are connected when we are working with one another and that's why I'm often kind of you know a little bit hesitant to kind of speak about how there's what's going wrong in a system but really kind of focusing on how we can be even helping one another even within the community as the world is opening back up you know learning how to actually make eye contact like they're sitting with one another as we pass one another on the street mm. you know do we feel connected with ourselves with the world around us and that's something really that it sounds maybe a little bit can be a little bit airy fairy and maybe a little bit fluffy when when there's such there's so many strong fears but there are recovery can be simple but the fear will will, will try and complicate it mm-hmm. about a you know minute, so about that, a minute that's left, why Jacqueline and I wanted to bring something up with you that occurred to me with personally to me last week I met an old friend and that's as far as I'll go I won't identify the person we've got a much loved relative who is in the grip now of a, a serious mm-hmm. distress. And, and he had mm. tears in his eyes as he told me that she said, I'm starved with the hunger, but I'm not allowed to eat. That's the beast in her head telling her, isn't it? Yeah, and one thing is about even with the time, exactly, that that's the condition, and it comes out in lots of different formats. You know, and maybe even to make your listeners aware, we're actually running a workshop on the 24th of September that is specifically designed to be learning to equip family and carers and friends with effective and practical tools of how to support one another because to recognize that's the condition speaking we need to learn the language of the condition and the eating distress and learn the language of freedom so we can effectively combat it every single day on marinotherapycenter.com we are putting up a, a tip every single day of learning about how to effectively 
actively challenge that dictator within the mind, that beast in the mind that you mentioned. There's blogs there, there's podcasts, there's three separate series and we continue to invest into having that readily available resource. As I said, the workshops on the 24th of September for families, friends and carers. And there's more information about that on marinotherapycentre.com. We've groups every day. We're training teachers and lecturers. This can be conquered that your thoughts, you are the awareness and the observer of that. What feels to be very real, that dictator can be conquered and you can be fully free. There is always hope and there's always a solution. Jacqueline, I'm going to leave it there. I always love talking to you. Fascinating take on all of this. Marinotherapycenter.com could be an interesting starting point for anybody's family. Quartz 96 FM. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.